the rate of a reaction is the quantity reacted or the quantity produced over time, or it's the change in concentration over time, and its units are moles per decimeter cubed per second. This can be written as mol dm minus 3 s minus 1. The minus on a power is the same thing as a slash. Rate is proportional to the concentration of A to the power of N, where the N is the order of the reaction, and the concentration of A is shown as an A in square brackets. Orders can either be zero, first, or second. A zero order means that the concentration of A is to the power of zero, and anything to the power of zero is just one. Therefore, a zero order has no effect on the rate. Anything to the power of 1 is itself, so if you had the concentration of 2, the rate would also be times 2. A second order is squared, so if you have a concentration of 2, the rate would be times 4. The rate equation is rate equals k times the concentration of a to the power of m times the concentration of b to the power of n, where k is the rate constant and the overall order of the equation is the m plus n. The units of k depend on how many different molecules are in your reaction, and it's calculated by rate divided by a to the power of m times b to the power of n, and how many of those you have. The units for rate are mole per dm cubed per second, and the units for each concentration is mole per dm cubed. So depending on how many different concentrations you have, you cancel out as many as you can, and this gives you the units. The initial rate of a reaction is the instantaneous rate at the moment when t equals zero, with t being time. Concentration time graphs can be plotted by continuously measuring the concentration of the substance as the reaction occurs. This can be by gas collection, or by measuring the loss of mass over time, or you can use a colorimeter, which measures the absorbance of a solution. By plotting a concentration time graph, you can tell what order the reaction is. A zero order graph will be a straight line with a negative gradient. A first order graph will be a slopey line that starts off high and plateaus out near the x-axis. A second order graph will be very similar to the first order graph, except the slope at the start will be steeper. The half-life of reaction, also known as T, with a subscript of a half, is the time for half of a reactant to be used up in a reaction. First order graphs will have constant half-lives, which is known as exponential decay. In these graphs, the gradient of a tangent to the line is equal to the rate, so you can work out k by doing the gradient divided by the y value that you took the tangent at. Alternatively, you can work out k by ln2 divided by the half-life. Rate concentration graphs can be plotted by measuring the rate at different concentrations. A zero-order graph will be a flat horizontal line, as the concentration has no effect on the rate. In this graph, k will be equal to the y-intercept. In a first-order graph, it will be a straight line with a positive gradient going through 0, 0 on the graph, and k will be equal to the gradient of the line.
a second order graph will be a curve with the positive gradient increasing exponentially. You cannot work out k from this graph directly, but if you plot a second graph of rate against concentration squared, then k will be the gradient of this second graph. Another way to find both the order and rate constant from a graph is to make a log graph. You take the rate equation, which is rate equals k times concentration of a to the power of n, and you times it all by log. And this will give you log of rate equals n times log of a plus log of k. And in this, log of rate is equal to y, n is m, or the gradient, log a is x, and log k is c, or the y-intercept. The gradient is then equal to the order, and if you do 10 to the power of the y-intercept, that will give you k. A clock reaction is a way to work out the initial rate. In a reaction that has some kind of visual change, for example a colour change, you measure the time taken for this change to occur, and you assume that the reaction has a relatively constant rate for this starting point. The initial rate is then proportional to 1 divided by the time taken for this change. However, it's not completely accurate, as there will still be some change in rate in this time. A reaction mechanism is a series of steps making up the overall reaction. The rate's determining step is the slowest step in the reaction mechanism. The rate equation will only include the species in the rate determining step, and the orders in the rate equation are equal to the stoichiometry of the reaction. You can alter the rate of a reaction by altering the temperature. By increasing the temperature, you will shift the Boltzmann distribution to the right, and it will make more particles exceed the activation energy, therefore increasing the rate of reaction. Increasing the temperature also makes the particles move faster, as they have more kinetic energy, therefore they'll collide more frequently. However, the change in Boltzmann distribution has a much bigger impact than the change of speed of the particles. The Arrhenius equation is k equals a times e to the power of minus ea over rt. k is the rate constant, a is called the pre-exponential factor, ea is the activation energy, r is the gas constant, which is 8.314, and t is the temperature in Kelvin. To plot this, you make a log version, which becomes lnk equals minus ea over rt plus lna. You can separate this into lnk equals minus ea over r times 1 over t plus lna. And in this situation, lnk is equal to y, minus ea over r is equal to m, or the gradient, 1 over t is x, and lna is c, or the y-intercept.